Great. Everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about the mindset approach to weight loss because very few people really consider their mindset when it comes to losing weight. You basically just say, give me the plan and I'll force myself to follow it. But the mindset approach really is about changing the more subtle ways that you think about food, uh, your weight loss journey, yourself, exercise, health, all of these things. Because just to kick this off, what's the difference going to be? You know, what's the difference between you who's tried to do keto or Weight Watchers, or whatever weight loss plan that you tend to follow? What's the difference between the times when you've followed in the past and not gotten the results you want and why it would be any different in the future? The plans are the same, you know, so what's going to change? It'll just all of a sudden you're just be motivated and just be able to do it? Probably not. So if you approach it with a mindset focus, all of a sudden you reveal all these different levels that you can actually influence to get the results you want. And so I'm gonna take you through the program yourself then um, approach to mindset change. Now, um, before I do, there's a weight mastery pyramid that I like to refer to, and it's got three levels to it. The bottom level is mindset, the next level is lifestyle, and the top level is eating. And again, what most people do is just try and concentrate on the eating, but that means there's no real foundation under you. and. What that leads to, how it looks, is you start a weight loss plan and are able to follow it for a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, once in a long while, a couple of months, and then you can't maintain it. And until you transform your mindset into that of a thin, healthy person, I don't know how you would ever get long-term results because what most people do is you've got two mindsets. You've got this overweight mindset that made you overweight, and then you got the diet mindset that you really dive into when you wanna lose weight. And nowhere, in between those, do you ever learn how to be thin and healthy? You never learn how to create a thin, healthy mindset. So that's what Program Yourself Thin is about. That's what really what I focus on. And I want to break out the six categories of what that means. So the first category that we always start with Program Yourself Thin is motivation. Understanding how to motivate yourself, having strategies to motivate yourself, because most likely your motivation is just kind of come and go right? And usually what triggers your motivation is some pain-based event. You step on the scale, you see the picture of yourself, the clothes don't fit, someone says something mean to you, you got to go to the doctor's office and you get so upset, you say, that's it, I'm going to lose this weight, I'm going to start my plan. But that's not long-lasting motivation. It's not true, genuine motivation. So the first step of creating a thin, healthy mindset is to really master your motivation. And with Program Yourself Thin, we only have two levels. We call the motivation matrix. Level one is how to manipulate pain and pleasure strategically. All motivation ultimately comes down to pain and pleasure, what you associate them to. Right now, you probably associate more pain to losing weight than pleasure because you assume losing weight's gonna be this miserable deprivation process. And so, again, subconsciously, you don't even wanna lose weight because you think of it as being this negative, hard, difficult thing. And so the first thing we wanna do is get that in the right order. And we wanna manipulate and utilize pain and pleasure strategically so that you're really motivated. Level two of motivation is to understand intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. This is the science of motivation. And understanding the science of motivation, as you can imagine, is really helpful in being able to keep yourself motivated. Because when you're truly motivated, the rest of the weight loss process is a lot easier. So that's the first step of creating the mindset. Second step is, and this is really where the work begins, creating a new self-image for yourself. Listen, 
you, your weight is a physical projection of your mental self. If you've been struggling with your weight, it's because you have an identity of being an overweight person. And that doesn't change just because you lose the weight. This is why 95% of people that lose weight put it back on with diets. So you've got to transform your identity into that of a thin, healthy person. And that's kind of the second piece is really reimagining yourself. Who do you want to be? Again, I believe weight loss is an inside out process. And so this part is really developing this new identity and self-image of the person you want to be, not just trying to fight against the image of being a overweight person. Um, the third step is your habits, right? The neuroscience of habits, <clears throat> understanding really what habits are, because most likely you probably don't understand what habits are really, and you're just kind of winging it and trying to use willpower to change what you're doing, trying to add in new habits, trying to fight your old habits, and it doesn't work for long. So again, to create a real thin and healthy mindset, you need to understand how to influence your habits in an effective way. The next piece, and this is really so important, it almost deserves its own level, is emotions, right? Because we live in a society and a culture that has conditioned us to use food as our main emotional management strategy. So if you're going to master your weight and live at your goal weight for the rest of your life, you're going to need to have strategies that work for you that allow you to feel the emotions you wanna feel and to deal with the emotions you don't wanna feel that don't require food. And for most people, you've never even learned how to do this. So once you do, once you do know how to manage your emotions genuinely without eating any food, as you can imagine, the process of mastering your weight becomes much, much easier. The next category is thinking, thinking like a thin, healthy person. To do this, you need to have new thoughts. It's like learning a new language to some degree. It's not enough to just say, I have to stop eating the unhealthy food. I got to stop doing that because that's all rooted in a overweight mindset. So a thin and healthy mindset thinks completely different. And the way you change your thinking is by changing the questions that you're asking. So learning how, which questions to ask, um, growth fixed mindset dynamics, solution oriented mindset dynamics, you start to understand how to think like a thin and healthy person and you become one. And then the final piece, which is so important and people always put it off to the end, is maintenance. How to keep yourself on the path. Because you can't just think about maintenance in terms of when you get to your goal weight because that really assumes that you're going to get to your goal weight. And the bigger problem you have of maintaining your goal weight is getting past day one on your weight loss plan making it from week one to week two on your weight loss plan, month one to month two. So you need to learn how to maintain yourself on the path right from the beginning. You can't just assume you're gonna get to your goal weight and then you'll think about maintenance. You need to think about how to maintain your motivation, your you know habits, your emotions, all the stuff we just talked about right from the beginning. Because once you understand that, once you have control over that process, how to deal with the, the challenges of changing your behavior and your thinking, once you know how to deal with that, you feel a whole nother level of confidence and control that you probably never felt before. So again, these are kind of the six components that we break down into what a mindset is. And when you approach your weight loss in these six ways, by really focusing on them, it will change the way you've lost weight from anything you've probably ever tried before. Because what you've been doing is trying to force yourself to act differently while still remaining the same person while still having the same shitty level of motivation, while still needing food to deal with your emotions, while having no idea how to change your habits, while having no idea how to think like a thin healthy person and having no idea how to maintain the new path that you're on. And so once you have these answers and these abilities, as you can imagine, 
the whole process becomes much different. So take this into account and think about some of these categories. If you want to go deeper into it, go to Program Yourself Then and sign up for the hypnosis session that I give you. And then I give you a training, three steps to master your weight as well, so that you can go even deeper into these ideas. Because once you illuminate these concepts, again, the whole process becomes much, much easier. All right. So give this some thought and I, and I wish you the best with it. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. If you asked them already, I'm going to get to them now. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. TikTok, you got to change that back. All right. Yeah, so if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. You know, I'll do my best to answer them. I, uh, I'm a weight mastery coach is how I like to put it. Yes, I'm a hypnotist, uh, but I really have specialized in weight mastery. And I use the term weight mastery intentionally because... Um, what a lot of people are unintentionally doing is aiming themselves at weight loss. And the truth is that you don't really want to lose weight. You want to live at your goal weight. And these are two totally different things. I know you probably think that they aren't because you think, well, once I lose the weight, I'll just figure it out. I'll just stay there. But again, 95% of people that lose weight end up putting it back on. So you can't just assume that you're going to figure it out if you lose the weight. And I think you want to start the whole process off with the specific goal that I want to get back to my goal weight, but I want to do it in a way that I can live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot. That's a much more specific goal to ask yourself and set for yourself. And right from the beginning, when you set that goal, it's a different path. Because if all you care about is weight loss, you tend to choose extreme unsustainable methods that you can't keep up. And if you're wondering why you can't get started with a plan or you can't maintain the plan that you've succeeded with in the past, it's probably because you don't like it. It's too hard. It feels, it's, it's too difficult. Your quality of life goes down living that plan. Even though the weight's coming off, you're miserable. You're not happy with it. So it's important that you take into account when you want to lose weight, that just losing weight's not enough. You need to do it in a way that resonates with you, in a way that's sustainable and, and maintainable. And you probably don't have that available to you right now, which is why you're struggling to get started with a plan. And um, once you realize this, you can put yourself on a different path immediately. And it's a much more comfortable, enjoyable path to walk when it comes to your weight loss. Because again, most people, you know, there's just so many levels to why you're struggling to lose weight. But if I had to sum it up in, in one kind of concept, it's that you think like a dieter. You're thinking about weight loss like a dieter because your whole life you have been exposed to diet advertisements. I mean, we've all been exposed to hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of diet ads in our lives. And it causes us to think about weight loss like a dieter to the point where you probably can't even separate weight loss from dieting, right? How are you going to do it? And so it's important to realize that the weight loss goal is not even your goal. I'm going to assume you have lost weight at some point in your life and then you put it back on. And so do you, are you just happy that you lost the weight at one point? No, you're, you're frustrated that you put the weight back on and now you're really flummoxed. So you're like, I don't know what to do. You know, I, I lost the way that I put it back on. And so now what happens is you start to associate failure even when you start losing weight. And once that starts happening, it's very difficult to even get started on a plan. And that's most of the people I end up working with. They're smart, successful people, but they are stuck. They can't get themselves to start a weight loss plan. And again, it's because A, it sucks, right? You don't want to do it. It's not rocket science, man. Why do you, if you're thinking about weight loss all the time, but you're not actually doing anything to make it happen, why do you think that is? It's not, it's, this isn't a trick question. It's probably because the way you think you have to lose weight, you don't want to do, 
right? Because what most dieters do is, when they want to lose weight is they way overcorrect. You know, day one, you're cutting half your calories out. You're completely cutting carbs out. You're not eating for 16 hours, right? You're drastically, you're making drastic changes to your eating and that's really difficult and hard to do, right? So that, that's one piece of it. And so now you avoid doing that, right? You want to lose weight, but the way you think you got to lose weight is miserable. And so you're not doing it, you know? And then on top of that, if you had the experience of having lost weight and then putting it back on, now you've got the extra level on it where you associate, well, even when I lose weight, I still fail. So what is the point? What's the point of going through all that bullshit just to end up in the same spot I've been at? I'm better off just sticking where I am and who gives a shit, you know? And that may be your mindset right now. And if that is your mindset though, you know, and you care about losing weight, that's going to be a huge problem, you know? And so there is no plan out there. There is no plan out there that's just going to magically fix the problem, you know? Because the problem is not that you don't know what to do, you know? Um, it's, it's the problem is that you don't know how to get yourself to do it. If you were a robot and you just typed in what you're going to eat all day and then you just did it, you wouldn't have much problem losing weight, right? Because you know what you should and shouldn't eat to a certain degree. The problem is you can't get yourself to eat that way consistently. You get the best of intentions, but then, you know, all of a sudden, okay, I'm going to start my keto, keto today, right? And you get halfway through the day and now you're craving thinking about cookies, right? And, and then you eat them. Ah, shit. You know, now it's a couple months before you try again. You know, how many times have you done that? You know, it's the same pattern over and over again. That's what's fascinating about weight loss in, in this culture is it's the same story over and over, regardless of the person. <laughs> it's always the same thing. And so what's the alternative to that? You know, well, the alternative, and you're not going to like it because again, part of your mindset is you just want fast, rapid results. If, you, if the results aren't instant, I don't want to do, I don't want anything to do with it. You know, that's kind of how you feel, to be honest. I know, you, I know it. And so you got to let that go because that's part of that diet marketing right? Every diet marketing really revolves around the before and after picture and how quickly you can make that happen. And that is how you think about weight loss. But again, that, that idea is really opposed to long-term permanent success with your weight, right? Because you're so fixated on how can I lose weight the fastest way possible that you're not asking the question, how can I maintain my goal weight for the longest time possible? Because those are two completely different strategies that those questions are going to come up with. Right? The fastest way to lose weight possible, I mean, we start off with chopping your leg off. That's the fastest way to lose weight, right? Chop a leg off. After that, though, the fastest way to lose weight is to stop eating. Don't eat anything. Water fast. Laxatives. Exercise yourself as, far as, you, as hard as you can. Right? That's the fastest way to lose weight. It's not healthy. It's not sustainable. But that's the fastest way to do it. But, but it's not going to work long term. So what is the point? And so we have to redefine the word fast. Is losing 20 pounds in a month, water fasting, and then putting it all back on the next month, is that fast weight loss or is that no weight loss? And so this is the reframing. This is the tweaking you got to do in your mindset to put yourself on the right path. So what if you start a little slower? I like to ask people, how much weight have you lost since January? How much weight have you lost in 2023? How much weight have you lost since last year at this time? And if the answer is zero or you put more weight on, then you've got to stop with the addiction to just looking at fast weight loss because it, it's keeping you trapped. It's a mental trap. Because what's the alternative? Let me articulate it because you never hear it. The alternative is that you start off slowly, just like you would anything else in your life that you want to get good at. Imagine you want to play the piano. You start out practicing 15 hours a day. You, you can't. So you start off slowly with a strategic, systematic plan that's going to get you better and better over time. 
right? And any skill set that you want to learn, any sport, any language, any instrument, any skill set, you know, any hobby you want to take up, is the same thing. You can't master it all in one day. I know we all want to, but you can't. And so your weight's no different. And so if you can slow down your expectations and start thinking in terms of a year, right? Dieters think in terms of days, weeks, and months. Weight masters think in terms of years, decades, and forever. Because how long you want to keep the weight off for? What? Oh, you said forever? <laughs> well, you ain't approaching it that way, are you? Because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I'm going to lose the weight and then I'll figure it out, right? There's this magical idea that once you lose the weight, then you'll just figure it out. But how come 95% of people don't? How come you haven't in the past? What happened? You got to the goal weight. Why'd you put the weight back on? That's the big question. And it starts to reveal that just because you lose the weight, that's not the ultimate solution. The real goal here is to maintain the goal weight. And if you set that as a goal right from the beginning, you set yourself up for success right from the beginning. Because as soon as you set the goal of, I want to maintain my goal weight forever, well, the idea of water fasting, the idea of extreme calorie restriction, the idea of excessive exercising, ridiculous meal plans goes out the window because your brain says, well, I'm not going to be able to do that long. So I'm not going to do it. That's not going to help me maintain my goal weight for long. You know, now you're on a good path because now you're thinking clearly. <laughs> and to be honest, you most likely have not been able to think clearly about your weight probably ever, probably, you know, but certainly it's been a long time because how would you, how would you think about your weight in a, in a clear, um, you know, intelligent way, you know, cause you're just, you're so inundated with the weight loss marketing that you can't even think straight. And the diets are bullshit anyways, folks, you know, all the big diets you're intuitively referencing to lose weight are all owned by big food companies. Did you know Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Atkins Food Products is owned by the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. Slim Fast, the same company that owned by um, Ben & Jerry's. You know, Do you really think these companies want you to, to lose weight and master your weight forever and not eat their bullshit food? I don't. And I think this is why every diet is the same. It's them telling you what you should do. Great. But that's about 10% of the problem. The problem is then you're left at what? Get yourself to do it. Force yourself to do it. And what's the tool you got? You got willpower. So you try and force yourself to follow this ridiculous plan that wasn't built for you, doesn't resonate with you. You hate it. And that's how you think about weight loss. I got to get myself to do something I hate forever. That sounds very unappealing. And that's why you're not doing it. <laughs> Again, it's not rocket science. It's not that you don't have enough willpower. It's not that you're a weak-willed person. It's not that you're... Um, big bone. It's not that your genetics are bad. It's none of that shit. It's that you have, I can almost guarantee you almost have zero strategy for how to influence your mindset. Very little strategy for how to influence your motivation. Do you know how to motivate yourself at a high level? You think you're motivated to lose weight, but you're not, right? You need to make the distinction between wishing you'd lose weight. Cause I know you, I know 10 out of 10, you, you wish you'd lose weight. You wish you'd wake up tomorrow and start eating better and losing the weight. I know that, but wish him isn't going to make it happen. Your want, your actual motivation of how committed you are to do something to make it happen is a lot lower. You're not motivated. If you're not actively losing weight, it's because you don't want to. You're not, you're, and want is a very specific word. Wish and want are two different things. What do you want to do? I use a simple thing. You do what you want to do. Okay? So yeah, you'd like to lose weight. You wish you'd lose weight, but you want to eat the cookies. And that's what you do. You know what I mean? So it's not, let's clear out the bullshit, right? You know, what do I want to do? How do I explain? How do I figure that out? Well, just look at what you did today and, and that'll reveal it. You do what you want to do. 
and you don't want to lose weight most likely if you're not losing weight. Don't, don't get upset with me. We need to have some clarity with this conversation because otherwise you just start bullshitting yourself. Just because you're imagining and thinking about losing weight all the time doesn't mean you're motivated. doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means you're fantasizing and wishing about it. And so, you know, the, the first step is how do you motivate yourself at a high level? Because when you're really motivated, the weight loss process becomes much easier. I'll, I'll prove it with a, with a simple thought experiment. It's not the most pleasant, but it just proves the point. But if you think about how motivated you are right now on a scale of one to 10, how motivated are you to lose weight? What would you say? One to 10, how motivated are you? Okay, now let's give you the thought example. Let's imagine the person that is the most important person in your life, the person you love the most in this life was kidnapped. And the kidnapper said, if you don't lose weight this month, you're never going to see this person again. What's that level of motivation, right? Now that's a 10. And notice in that scenario, in that situation, it would be easy for you to lose it. You just stop eating. It would be easy for you to do. Even the kid never said, I'm going to put all your favorite foods around you too for the whole month. I don't give a shit. I'm so focused on getting this person back. I'm so motivated to make this happen that it doesn't matter what foods are. I'm not, I don't care. You just shut it down. And that's the power of motivation. But you don't have that level of motivation. You think you do though. That's the big problem. You think you're motivated to level 10. And now you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, all I do is think about weight loss. I'm motivated to a level 10. I can't make it happen. There must be something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. The fact is you don't have the proper mindset. You don't know how to motivate yourself. You're not motivated to level 10. So you have to, that's the first step of clarity is to realize you're not motivated to level 10. How can you get to a level 10? Because once you are at a level 10, it's way easier. I'm motivated to level 10, which is why I control my weight, how I'm eating, how I'm living each and every day because I love mastering my weight but I have different reasons behind it than just wanting to lose weight and look look good. There's way deeper reasons to me that are very inspiring, right on a par with if someone was kidnapped and I wanted to get them back. They're that powerful to me. And as you can imagine, when my motivation's up to level 10, it's way easier. The rest of the stuff's easier, you know? But you probably don't have the motivation. Just to be honest, and again, don't take it personally, you know? What you want to do if you're struggling with something, you want to understand why. You don't want to keep yourself, oh, I've tried everything and nothing works. Well, you gotta, you can't say that. That's one of the most powerless thoughts you can have, right? How can you feel more powerless than when you stop saying that, that that's what you say, which a lot of people, I've tried everything, nothing works. No, that's not true. Have you tried a mindset approach? Have you tried focusing on changing your mindset, how you think about food, yourself, exercising, your health, your longevity, your reasons, your motivation? Because I bet you haven't, you know, and I've only said, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I'm not just talking, you know, I'm just not making this stuff up. This is what I see. I've been doing this for 20 years, you know, and you start to notice patterns. And so I can get on here and just say this stuff to you. And you're like, holy shit, this is exactly the problem for me. This is, you're, you're right in my head. I can be in your head without knowing you because there's a very common patterns that go along with weight loss in this culture. You know, that's what I'm sharing. Um, yeah, that he said it's all about being patient, realizing it's a lifetime commitment. It is a lifetime commitment. Sometimes I say to people, you know, because again, psychologically, you're approaching weight loss like it's a sprint. That's how you, you conceptualize your weight loss. And let's think about a sprint for a second. A sprint's a short race you run and you gotta be perfect in order to, to win it, right? You trip a little bit running a sprint, you've lost. The only thing that can win a sprint is perfection. And that's how you're approaching your weight loss because you just want fast results. And so you internalize that as saying, I want the most extreme plan and I gotta follow it perfectly so I can get the fastest results. And this is why any little mistake you make feels catastrophic. Right, Because it feels like if you're running a sprint, you trip a little bit, just stop running. You're done. You lost the race. However, if we view the race like a marathon, a never-ending marathon, 
then a little trip doesn't matter, right? It's all about consistency. I'll get back on track. Let's just keep going, you know? And so I tell people, well, you know, listen, your weight loss is a never ending marathon and you see them deflate. Oh, I'm going to have to deal with this forever. Yeah. Cause how long you want to be thin for? How long you be thin and healthy for? A year? No, forever, right? And so we want to be thin and healthy forever. It's a never-ending marathon. However, the big difference is it doesn't have to be miserable, right? Because the sprint, that that idea, that extreme plan you have to follow to get the fast results, it's that extreme plan that's the miserable piece. Figuring out how to get your mindset right, your lifestyle right, and your eating strategically right to live at your goal weight can be the most pleasurable thing you've ever done. I love, I love living the way I live and eating the way I live that allows me to live at my goal weight. I love it. And I want to do it for the rest of my life. Now, it won't be the same because I keep tweaking and optimizing and making it better, improving and getting better at it. And it's exciting and there's progress and I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes out and I love it, you know? But why couldn't it be that way for you? Because you think of weight loss as a diet. You think of it as this miserable, screws to you, shit ass process that you don't want to do. And it doesn't have to be that way, you know? But what you have to do is you have to introduce a little bit of patience. You know, there's a saying that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. What would happen if you started to approach your weight loss in the time frame of a year? You gave yourself a year. You have to do it all at once. You could start off by, you know, making your breakfast healthier and working on your worst eating habit. Let's just start there. <laughs> right? Get some headway with that and move on to the next thing, you know, and do it strategically, intelligently. You know, and build it around your likes, your preferences, your lifestyle, your genetics, all these things. You know, that's the real secret. Um, me thinks, you know, what motivates you to level 10? <clears throat> yeah, what motivates me to level 10 is that I think about weight loss a lot differently than the average person. Again, you've been conditioned to think of your, your weight loss motivation is really based around how you look. Right. That's what the diets have done to you. Every diet ad you've ever seen is that before and after picture. Right. So what motivates me is much deeper. My father died at 54 of a heart attack. So for me, living at my goal weight is less about how I look and much more about how long I'm going to live. So my pain motivation is really, I don't want to die at 54. That was the most painful thing I ever experienced. I don't want to do that. To my, I don't want my kids to go through that. I don't want to miss out on all those years. So that's a much deeper motivation. It's life or death for me. Right. Why is that thought experiment of the person you love the most getting kidnapped? Why is that that, that thought experiment motivate you to level 10. It's life or death. I'll see that person ever again. I don't want to not see my kids ever again because I couldn't stop eating bullshit. You know, so that's a high level pain wise. The pleasure of it is I just love the path. It's I, I always say this, but you take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. And this is not, because listen, at some point the weight loss stops, folks. You, you can't just build it around how you look and the scale going down. Because at some point, you got older and the scale stops going down. So you need to have other motivations built into this process. For me, it's a process of personal development. Like I love tweaking and optimizing my eating. I love feeling more energized, feeling good, being happy with myself, feeling on track, being proud of myself, feeling successful, um, always improving, growing, evolving in ways I could never could have imagined. Being in control of my eating, being in control of my health, feeling good, having flexibility, mobility, strength, stamina. You know, and so, so again, I'm using the pain and pleasure very strategically for me, but that's what gets me up to a 10. And so I love it. And it's just fun. It's like a puzzle to me. You know, I look at it now, like I eat salads every day for lunch, Monday through Thursday, five years ago, I didn't do that. And that's been an absolute game changer. It's been so amazing to do that. And 
five years ago, I would never imagine I was doing that. So there's also that path, part of this path of mastery is the curiosity of what's to come. You know, what's to come? How much more levels are there to meditating? How much more levels are there to, you know, being healthy and sleeping well and nourishing my body and eating well? You know, it's like, I'm, I'm just fascinated by it. And, um, and it, it improves every area of my life. So the areas of my life that are already important to me, you know, being a great dad, being a good husband, being a good son, friend, brother, business owner, coach, you know, all of these things that I'm really, really motivated about are all supported and made better by my lifestyle. Again, really not my weight, how I'm eating, my ability to, to be healthy, to be happy with myself. Everything that's already important to me is improved because of that. So you see, it's that's the mindset piece. The way I'm framing my motivation, the reason I'm doing this is a lot more powerful than the average person who just wants to look better. I just want to look better. That's a shitty motivator. It really is. And if you don't believe me, you, then you don't even know the science of motivation. You probably don't anyway. I'm not blaming you for it. But what I'm trying to tell you is that if you feel like so frustrated that you can't lose weight, nothing's going to work. I'm trying to point out, because you think you've tried everything, but you've tried a lot of diets. And all the diets are exactly the same. It doesn't matter. Keto, carnivore, vegetarian, vegan. It doesn't matter. What all these diets have in common is they're just telling you what to do. And they all leave you up to yourself alone to figure out how to get yourself to do it. And you have no strategy for how to do that. You've got willpower to try and force yourself to follow this plan. You can do it for a little while and then you revert back to what you always did. Tell me that's not the same story over and over again, you know? And so it's not your fault that you haven't lost weight in the sense that there's something wrong with you or that you're lazy or that you don't have the willpower. It's that you're literally lacking the strategy. You don't have the game plan. You don't have the map, the roadmap to follow to get the results you want. And you think you do. That's the worst part. If I hear one more person say, right, Jim, I know, I know what I got to do. I just got to get myself to do it. That's, that's an ignorant statement. It doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't because you have to learn how to get yourself to do it. Smart ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when people say that to me, it's like they're so like smug about it, but it's like, it's so fucking wrong. It couldn't mean less, you know? And until you learn how to get yourself to do the things you know you should do, you're not even in the game, but it's not that hard to figure that out. It's just, you never think about it. The diets never go into mindset for you, but how are you going to change your behaviors for the rest of your life? If you don't change the way that you think about things. How are you going to gain control over your weight if you don't know how to change the way you think about junk food, fast food, um, candy, sugar, sodas, all these foods that are keeping you overweight? What's going to change, you know? So I think when someone like me points it out, I hope it becomes obvious to you. Um, but, you know, it, it's not unusual for you not to. And, and Lima, Mike, Juliet, thank you. Thank you for all the likes. I appreciate that, by the way. Um, it. I pointed out to you so that you realize there's a lot of room for you to learn and grow. Because again, I know what a lot of people with the weight loss, on the weight loss path, they feel like they've tried everything and now they feel, well, there's no point. You know, you feel apathetic about it. But you shouldn't be apathetic about it because you haven't tried everything. I know this because I've been doing this for 20 years. I've never met anyone who has tried everything and has not lost weight. <laughs> what I find is people that have tried all the diets and hasn't lost weight um, but they have not tried this mindset-based approach. And by the way, if you want to try the mindset-based approach, go to my bio, click that link, and get the hypnosis session I give you. It's a free hypnosis session. It's called The New Thin Me. It's a kickstart session designed to get you motivated, to help you clarify and connect to the goal, weight, and body that you want to live in. And you'll find this 10-minute session, just listen to you, just relax, you calm down, you listen to this, and you find that you will be more motivated naturally. 
you'll tend to make better food choices automatically without willpower just because you're internally more motivated to eat well. That's the path I want to reveal to you. You know, I can sit here and talk about it all day long, but you need to experience it. You know, it's the difference between me telling you about a roller coaster and sitting your ass in the front seat of the roller coaster. Those are two totally different things, right? And so it's the same thing here. I could talk about this all day long, but until you actually experience the hypnosis, until I, you know, again, and I give you a training, three steps to master your weight. Once you watch that, you start to have a new context for how to approach this process, you know, and then I, I send you emails every day, whatever, but it's, I'm, I'm really, I'm here to take care of you. Yes, I have a coaching program, a program that you can invest in, but I also give a lot of things away for free just to help you out. Okay. And so what I want to really drill down into your mind is that you've been struggling to lose weight. It's primarily because you never learn how to influence your mindset. You know, you're just going from tactic to tactic to tactic. And that's what you probably been doing for decades, counting points to low fat, to Mediterranean, to no carbs, to not eating for 16 hours, to just eating meat, to just eating vegetables, to just eating, <laughs> you know, it just, it just never ends. But the fact remains that you're the same person. You never change how you're thinking. You never change your identity. You never focus on your motivation. You never learn how to strategically manage your habits, your emotions, you know? And if you don't learn how to deal with those things, how are you ever gonna get the long-term results you want? It hasn't worked and it's, why would it work? Why would it magically all of a sudden start working, you know? Um, Lima says, and when I focused on a parent, I'd give in, then I'd pretend I don't care what I look like. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I get that. You know, appearance. Yeah. Again, the appearance is, is part of it. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it's a small part. Like you don't, you know, here's the thing, right? On top of that, weight loss in and of itself, you really have no biological mechanism that want that supports you in your weight loss. You, you, have no, you have no intrinsic motivation to lose weight because we evolved in a food scarce environment where all of the motivation is to eat and put weight on. That's why weight loss is hard in the environment we live in. We live in an environment now with an overabundance of, you know, high calorie, hyper palatable foods. And the reason it's so hard to stop eating them is because when you eat that cookie, your brain starts releasing dopamine, which triggers you to want to eat more of it, you know, and to keep eating it when you can't. And so there's no, there's no alternate, alternate mechanism that makes you want to lose weight. No part of your body wants you to lose weight. You got your prefrontal cortex, which is the most new part, which understands why culturally and, and in this day and age you want to lose weight, but it pales in comparison and power to your dopamine system, your pleasure systems, all the, all the deeper brain structures you have and the way your brain operates. Your brain wants you to be eaten, be overweight because that was never even an option. You know, and so now we find ourselves in this modern environment. So you've got to change the way you're approaching it. You can't trust yourself. You can't trust your natural mechanisms because they weren't built for this environment. So you need to come up with a new way to approach it. You know, <clears throat> I failed my reverse diet and now I have to lose weight again. Um, failed your reverse diet? What do you mean? You, you, you started, <laughs> you started adding the calories back on and you gained weight. Yeah. That reverse dieting thing to me is, uh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. So anyways, but I, I, yeah, I have to lose weight again. Well, listen, Bella, start with, start with my training. Okay. Start with my, the hypnosis session at least. Okay. Because, um, what happens again, where everyone ends up pretty much. And especially, listen, most of my clients are forties and above, you know, because by the time you're 40, you've tried a million diets. They haven't worked. And now you just get apathetic and it, you create this belief that even if I lose the weight, I'm not going to maintain it. So what is the point? And you think about weight loss all day long and you don't do anything to make it happen and you're wasting precious time, okay? Because with Program Yourself, then the approach is you get on this weight mastery path. 
and you start learning and growing and evolving now. You start finding strategic, real antidote solutions to your challenges, real ones that are maintainable, sustainable, easy to do. And each and every, you know, it's just like um, compound interest. What you have to do is you have to reorient your mind from the fast, dramatic weight loss goal to slow, stable weight loss that builds up over time. And when you do it that way, once you reach that goal weight, you're already embedded into and enmeshed in a mindset, lifestyle, and eating patterns that maintain that, you know? But if you all of a sudden crash course it, um, it's, it's usually unsustainable for a number of reasons, you know? So I, I, I feel for you, Bella. I know that sucks. And, um, but that reverse dieting stuff, I don't know. That's, you're not the first one I've heard that from. Um, Denise says, take ideas from all the diet plans and make it your own to fight the lifestyle you can stick to. Yeah, Denise, that's brilliant. That's wisdom right there. That's really the thing, right? And it's, again, no one wants to do that. With, with the weight loss thing, we're conditioned to like, just give me the meal plan, right? This person that you never met, that's never met you, they're just going to tell you how to eat forever, right? And it's like so goofy because it's like, would you let me like tell you what movies to watch, what music to listen to, what clothes to wear for the rest of your life? No, right? Because you're a unique individual. But you're going to let me tell you what you're going to eat forever? It, it's just, it's not, again, it's not you. It's not your fault. That hasn't worked for you. It doesn't work for anyone, 95% of people, 95% failure rate to me is it doesn't work for anyone. There's always outliers with everything, you know? But uh, the fact that the dieting is not working for you is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection that that's a shit-ass strategy. To just tell someone what to do and then just leave them with it and expect that that's going to work is, to me, I mean, again, I'm obviously biased because I live in a world where I'm working with mindset all day long. I work with very smart, intelligent people to really implement a different mindset, lifestyle, and eating pattern so that they can live at the goal weight they want to live at. They're very smart and intelligent, usually very successful career-wise um, or other areas of their lives. And so the fact that they can't lose the weight is like this weird cognitive dissonance. Like, how can I be smart, successfully ambitious, willpower, focused, motivated over here and have none of those abilities over here with my weight? Right? And it's because those things don't just map over automatically. You have to work at it. Okay, but if that's you, you've got a huge advantage anyways in this process. The problem is you never focus on mapping over your skills, your willpower, your focus, your motivation, your commitment that you have when it comes to your work or your parenting or being a good person. You never map those over to your weight loss. You never focus on the mindset piece. You think all you need is a new plan and someday you're magically going to hit on the plan that works for you. And I don't know why you would think that because you've lost weight. The plans work. All the plans work if you're able to follow them, but no one's able to follow them long-term, you know? And so again, the answer to that is to, you can reference the plans and their strategies, but then bounce them off yourself. Does this work for me? Is this a fit for me? You've got to build this strategy around who you are and you're never doing, I know you're never doing that. You're in the mode of just tell me what to do. Tell me what to eat. Tell me how to exercise and I'll just do it. No, you won't. You have to take it upon yourself to figure out what ways of eating, what way of exercise, what way of living your life resonates with you. And yeah, it takes a little bit of time, takes a little bit of energy and focus. But once you have it, you've got a plan that's custom made for you. And as you can imagine, when the plan's custom made for you, custom made for your genetics, your lifestyle, your preferences, your likes and dislikes, that's a plan that you're going to have a much higher likelihood of being able to stick with and succeed with than just trying to force yourself to follow another plan. Right? Most people, their diet mentality, it's like they're just walking around sticking a square peg into a round hole. That's what you're trying to do with your weight loss. You're trying to force yourself into these plans that don't resonate with you. And the worst part is a lot of you are trying to do that for decades now. How many times have you tried Weight Watchers? 
How many times have you tried the Mediterranean diet or how many times you tried these things, you know? And it's like, how many times you tried keto? You know, (laughs) it's like, there's just a quirk of the human mind that we can keep doing the same thing that doesn't work and then just thinking it's going to work this time, right? That's why we have that saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Listen, us humans, we're all a little bit insane because of that. We all do, all of us, you know, do the same shit that's not working and then, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, what's wrong is that that plan doesn't work. Stop doing it. Do something else. That's why in neurolinguistic programming, we have a uh, presupposition, like we have these like commandments almost. And one of them is if it's not working, do something else. We have to make that front and center because it's just, again, it's natural as a human to just double down, triple down, quadruple down. (laughs) You might be a hundreding down on Weight Watchers, right? Because that's one of the oldest ones. And it's like, if it hasn't worked all those times, I'm not saying it could never even work, by the way, but something's got to change. And that's something that's got to change is probably right in between your ears, right? You probably have to change the way you're thinking about things, you know? And once you start changing the way you think about things, that is the the switch that always, in my experience, always leads to new dramatic results, you know? But keeping the same mindset and then just thinking there's some magic plan out there or some plan you've used in the past is magically going to work again, that that seems like... um that seems like a bad strategy and approach, you know? But if you start focusing on how you're thinking about things, how you feel about things, how things resonate with you, if it works for you and um, trusting yourself, you know, then it, it becomes a whole different thing, you know? And then each and every day you start moving down a new path, um, a path of mastery, you know? Or each and every day you get better at eating. Each and every day you get better at living a healthy lifestyle. Each and every day you get better at mastering your weight. So that after six months, after a year, God forbid, after two years, you look back and you're like, holy shit, holy shit, I can't believe this. I can't believe how much I've transformed myself. I, I've lost weight. I, it's easy. It's comfortable. It's natural. I love my lifestyle. I feel amazing. You know, that's what I want for you. And that's what you can have. It's again, it's not rocket science. That's the most frustrating part for me. This is why I give you all this stuff for free. Go to my bio, click that link, get your hypnosis session. What do you got to lose? I, I'm going to get into this for a second because I know there's people watching this right now. I say this stuff every day. Oh, I don't know why you wouldn't go there and get that. It's free. What, what am I doing? It's free. You just, you, all you have to do is click a link, go there, answer five questions. It's a customized session built for you. There you go. Listen to it. 10 minutes. Does it work? Does it not work? I don't know. Find out. Find out. It's free. You get nothing to lose. <laughs> You know, and yet, and yet, you know, it's, um, I don't know. I don't know what, what causes that. I don't know. There's something weird about humans. It, it's something built around regret. There's something about humans, like realizing that what they've been doing or thinking for a long time, it doesn't work. It's probably like the sunk cost bias we all have. They've put so much time and energy and um, probably money into dieting that it's like, you can't let go of it now, right? It's like, you just, you're, you're so invested in it that it's like to let go of it and realize that was completely wrong and that there's a better way to do it. it almost hurts. Like, even though you start losing weight and feeling better and everything's better, it's like just knowing that you wasted 10, 20, 30, 40 years dieting and not getting any results and feeling like shit about yourself and your body and weight, knowing that you could have avoided that is almost like too painful. I, I think that's a part of it on some level. Um, but even that, that way of thinking, like what I do with people is I really work with the subconscious mind, um, which is really just, it's, it's a word to say, we, we focus on the deeper aspects, right? So for example, let's just say you're an emotional eater, which if you're struggling with your weight, you're an emotional eater, right? Cause if you only ate when you genuinely need to nourish your body, then you stopped, you'd be at your natural goal weight, 
Okay. But so let's just assume you're an emotional eater. Now, what does the diet mindset say about emotional eating? I got to stop emotional eating, right? I say, please do not stop emotional eating. That, that is not the first step. What you want to do is you want to understand the emotional eating. You're not stupid. You're not doing things to just be overweight. You're doing things for a positive reason, especially emotional eating. And so you want to seek to understand why am I emotional eating? What's going on here? What emotions am I eating for? To feel or to avoid? And once you start going on that path, you start to understand it. Now you say, oh, okay. I ate a bunch of food last night because I was depressed. I ate a bunch of food last night because I was stressed out from work. Okay. So now we can get into more specifics, right? Now we say, okay, I have a tendency because you have different emotional eating patterns. I emotionally eating at night because I'm stressed out. Okay, great. So I don't want to just stop that because if we just stop emotional eating now, what's going to happen is your stress can go through the roof and you're not going to stick with it long. So what, what I want you to do is I want you to understand, okay, I'm eating to reduce my stress. And now the next question becomes, and this is the big change. How can I relax myself in ways that don't involve food? How can I naturally and easily reduce my stress? What can I do? Now, I asked that question. I said, Jim, I don't know. I don't know if I knew that I'd do it. I, I get that. But you're not asking the question. How are you going to get to the solution if you don't start asking that question? It's not just going to magically pop up in front of you. You know, you got to recognize you have to diagnose your specific challenges. You, you never do this, right? Because what you do is, oh, emotionally, my bad me. I got any more willpower to stop myself from emotional eating. No, because you're emotional eating for a reason. And so you need to understand that first, and then you can start asking questions. How can I feel more relaxed? How can I be more calm? Hmm, let me think. Oh, I don't know. I could start doing yoga. I could take a hot shower at night. I could take a bubble bath. I could read a book. I could talk to a friend. I could drink some water. I could do some meditation. I could go dancing. I, I don't know. Each person is their own unique being. So your answer is going to be different than my answer. So I can't tell you what to do to relax. But what would happen if you were an emotional leader who ate one of your main emotional eating patterns was that you ate when you got stressed out, right? And so instead of saying, I got to stop emotional eating, right? Because saying I'm just going to stop emotional eating is saying, I don't, I'm just going to let the stress run wild. We can't let that happen. Your subconscious mind won't let that happen. Because what happens to most people, they go on a diet and say, okay, no more, no more stress eating. Okay. No more stress eating for a couple days. And then you're happy that you haven't eaten, but you're ready to kill someone because you're so stressed out. And now you do this little equation in your mind and say, you know what? The stress is worse than the weight, as it turns out. The stress is, I'm freaking out. Bring the food back. You know, so until you figure out that core problem, you're never going to change your weight long term. Now, the fucking annoying thing is it's not that hard to figure out, man. It really is not. You're a stress eater. People ask, oh, oh Jim, what do I do? I'm a boredom eater. What, what do I do? What do you do? This ain't rocket science, man. This just proves how much you don't think in a solution-oriented way. This just proves how much of a dieter thinker you are. Because you want me to just say, oh, just, just do this. If you're a boredom eater, what do you think the answer is? This is? Again, this is not a trick question. If you eat because you're bored, what's the solution? To just stop eating? Heap more willpower on it? I don't think so, because I think that leaves the core problem that you're bored. Now you'll be a thin bored person. Great. That still sucks. <laughs> you know? So what's the solution? I'm a bored meter, Jim. What do I do? You know, the, the fact that someone won't even know. Hey, there you go, Bella. <laughs> Don't let yourself get bored.
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it, this isn't rocket science, right? And so I'm, I'm challenging all of you. You all got your emotional eating things. And you have multiple of them, folks. You got, sometimes you're a stress eater because you're stressed out. Sometimes you're eating because you're depressed. Sometimes you're eating because you're bored. Sometimes you're eating because you're lonely. You know, and it's, it's, you can be the same person, eat for different emotional reasons. But what you'll find out is that your, your emotional eating runs in patterns. You're not just spot, you're not just waking up in the morning and boredom eating at, at breakfast, probably. You know, it's happening at night, most likely. It's happening in the afternoon. So there, there's patterns to your behaviors. And so you start to realize, oh, okay, wait a second. I start to, you know, when I get home from work, I'm stress eating because I'm stressed out from work. Um, then at night, I'm eating because I'm lonely, you know? And so you start to realize, oh, there's patterns to this. And then we start to ask the question, how do I not let myself get bored? Which, by the way, let me just point out one more huge mindset piece. All of you listening to this right now, I can almost guarantee you're all overthinkers because no one sticks around listening to me who's not an overthinker I've kind of found out in life. <laughs> Pretty much every client I've had is an overthinker. I'm an overthinker. And, uh, you know, I'm talking a lot of stuff here, right? I'm, 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 I'm talking fast. I'm saying a lot of stuff. So I know if you're actually sticking with this live, you're probably someone who thinks a lot in your head, which is a good and bad thing. I'm going to show you why that is. Um, but you're also probably a bit of a perfectionist too, if I had to guess. That, that's 99% of the people that, that end up working with me in, in the program. Um, so if you're an overthinker, the big problem you have isn't that you're an overthinker, it's what you're thinking about. And what you're consistently thinking about is the problem. You're in your head constantly asking the question, what's wrong with me? Why can't I lose the weight? Why can't I stick to an eating plan? Why can't I maintain this weight loss? Why can't I have more willpower? Why do I keep eating that shitty food? Why can't I eat healthy food? What's wrong with me? And you're obsessively thinking about these questions in these terms. And what's happening is you think you're going to keep thinking about these and come up with some magical breakthrough that's going to fix everything. But what you're actually doing, if you understand hypnosis, is you're actually reinforcing all of those behaviors. Why do I keep eating candy? Right? You think you're going to come up with some magical answer, but what's happening is you're consistently referencing yourself eating candy. And so this problem-oriented thinking is keeping you stuck in the problem. <laughs> what's up, Naomi? Yeah, overthinking perfectionist and overweight. I, again, they go hand in hand, believe it or not. Right? It doesn't make logical sense to most people, but that's why I'm trying to explain this to you. You're Listen, I'm an overthinker. The same brain I have that made me 50 pounds heavier is the same brain I have now that's maintained the exact same goal weight I have for 30 years. So, so it's, not, it's not the brain. It's not the overthinking that's the problem. It's the, it's the thoughts you're running through it. If you're a computer, it's not having a supercomputer that's the problem. It's the programs you're running through it. And so what's the, main, the main distinction you can make, and you can challenge this to yourself, because I, I, I know this. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, there's not a cell in my body that questions if this isn't the case for you. I know 100% you're a problem-oriented thinker when it comes to your weight. You're constantly thinking about why you're not getting the results you want, which is giving you more of exactly what you're focusing on. And so what's the alternative? Even to be honest, and, and Bella, I'm going to go back because I like what you said, to not be bored, okay? But again, to not be bored is a problem-oriented question. It's about the problem. And it's a subtle little semantical thing, but it makes all the difference in the world. Because when you shift that overthinking brain towards a solution, that's when the magic happens. And so if you're a boredom eater, yeah, we start with the idea, I got to not be bored, but that's not going to bring us to the answer we want, okay? Because how do we ask the question, how can I not be bored, right? That, that's a problem-oriented question that keeps us stuck in the problem. The solution is, how can I entertain myself 
How can I keep myself interested? What are some compelling things I can do in my life? Those are, right? Those are, it's not just semantics, folks. Semantics never say that, oh, that's just semantics because semantics are everything because every word is a subconscious trigger. If I say you're bored, whether I said you're compelled and you're, you're, you're bored, you're fascinated by something, right? It's like, these are two words that trigger completely different thought processes in your mind, completely different memories. They mean completely different things to you. So I could say, how do you not be bored? As opposed to saying, how can you be fascinated with something? Now, technically that's kind of the same thing, but emotionally, mentally, they're completely different worlds apart. And so the more you start to put your overthinking brain onto the solutions, right? And so again, we start with, okay, I'm a boredom eater. So what's the solution? How can I entertain myself without food? How can I keep myself interested? What are things that interest me that I'm you know, intrigued by and curious about? What are things that I look forward to? What are things I get obsessed with that are good for me that aren't about food? You see how that is? That causes you, yeah, glass half versus glass, glass half empty mindset. It's very true because it, it frames everything. And what, again, what the overthinkers are in is what's wrong with me because you're trying to figure it out first. And you think that figuring it out is going to solve it. And it's not. That's another part of the problem is that you think that just the knowledge is going to change your behavior. Information does not equal behavior. You know everything there is to know about writing with your hand. You can write words, sentences, paragraphs on a page with your hand. You know everything there is to write. However, can you do it with the other hand? No, you see? And so if you want to learn how to do it with the other hand, you don't need to go out and read books and learn how to write all over again. You just need to practice it. And that's the secret to mastering your weight is it's not about just more information. I could, you know, if, if magically all of a sudden from the heavens, the answer came down why you can't stick to a plan, it still wouldn't mean you could stick to a plan now. Do you know, it's like if I never played piano and I go and read six books about how to play piano, am I any better at actually playing the piano? No, I've got to just get in there and do the work, the practice work. And people don't think about weight loss this way. You keep thinking of just one plan away. And I'm sitting here telling you, you're not a plan away. You have to keep practicing. You have to have the mindset where you get a 1% better each and every day, which you can only do through practicing. Again, program yourself thin. The core part of the program is the program yourself thin technique, which is really two techniques. It's the redo technique, the rehearsal technique. Because I know for a fact, while you think your weight loss depends on you starting a plan tomorrow and being perfect until you reach your goal, I know that's bullshit. And I know your weight mastery depends on your ability to learn from your mistakes because you're going to make lots of mistakes, which is fine. Think about anything you've learned at. Have you not started off by making lots of mistakes and learning from them, improving and growing and getting better? Has there been anything you've ever done where the first time you did it, you were just amazing at it? Why would dieting be any different? Why would one day you wake up and magically just be able to eat perfectly? Like that makes no sense to me. You know, what makes a lot more sense is that you wake up today and you intentionally, you start making your breakfast healthier. And then you go to work on your worst eating habit and you give it some headway there and you learn from it and you grow. And then tomorrow you do a little bit better. And the next day you do a little bit better. And the next day a little bit better. You do this for 365 days. You're not 365% better. You're exponentially better because each percent improves on the percents before it. That's how we improve at everything in life. But, oh, but weight loss? No. Weight loss, I start day one being perfect and I ride my perfection out to my goal weight. Stop it. You have got to stop thinking that. <laughs> That's the trap that keeps you in. Because you keep, you know, it's like, if you think about running a lap around the track, right? You keep running the first quarter of it and then you start over again. That's what your weight loss is. You never get past the first couple of weeks, the first couple of days, and you just keep repeating the same fucking thing over and over. That first couple of days of being perfect with your, whatever the plan is, 
you know? And so you never get past that. And so again, being able to learn from your mistakes, that's the redo technique, in my opinion, is the most ex important part of the whole program yourself then program, because you can make mistakes, which aren't a big deal. See mistakes for you and your diet mindset are devastating, right? You make a mistake because you think in short term timeframes. And so the second you make a mistake, you think it's going to, oh shit, now I don't want to step on the scale. Now it's going to blow everything. And now you're completely discouraged. The second you make a mistake, it's very difficult to keep going. So we program yourself then we expect to make mistakes. It's not a big deal because we have a process in place so that you can look at that mistake and learn from it and grow from it. And you're never learning and growing from your mistakes. You're making them and you're either going to denial about them or you're beating yourself up about them, but you're never learning from them. You're never growing. This is why you keep making the same mistake over and over. Is every single your weight loss process is not exactly the same. You start the plan 100% focused and committed and you do that for a little while. And the next thing you know, you don't want to do it and you're not doing it and you're back to normal. I mean, does that not sum it up in a nutshell? You know, so why would you keep on doing it that way? Why do you keep starting out thinking you're gonna be perfect? It's the weirdest thing in the world. It just makes no sense, you know? It'd be like, again, if I want to learn the song on the piano and I keep watching a person play, okay, 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 I got it. And then I go up to the piano and it's like I start pressing the keys and I get the first three keys right and then I mess up on the fourth one. That's ah, screw it, damn it, I thought I knew. Thought I was going to do it, you know? How am I going to learn the piano ever? Because I'm just going to keep playing those same three, four notes forever. And that's what you're doing with the dieting. You never get past it. Again, to prove the point, to really drive it home, here you are trying to lose weight on your... How many, how long you been doing this for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, trying to lose weight, trying all the diets, all the weight loss approaches. And here you are 10, 20, 30, 40 years later. And if you're honest with yourself, you realize you don't know anything more about how to lose weight than you did before you started your first plan. You really don't. You want to lose 50 pounds. You don't know how to lose five pounds. You don't want to get started. You don't want to stick to it. You don't know what to do, right? That's a real bad sign because you're a smart person. And what it implies is that you're always given tactics. Every diet is one tactic. Think about it. Listen, diets are just marketing. They know you're overwhelmed and stressed. And so they do the carnival game trick where they try and make it seem as easy as possible, knowing it's not. And so they all build it around one thing. Do you not see this? Every, just count points. Just stop eating carbs. Just eat meat. Just eat vegetables. Just eat Mediterranean food. Just, uh, you know, don't eat for 16 hours. It, it doesn't matter. It's always one thing. And you think that one thing's just going to fix your weight loss. Your weight loss, most people think about their weight loss like it's a bank account, debits and credits. Your weight loss like the stock market. There's all these different factors that are influencing it. And you just keep thinking there's one, there's one diet philosophy that's going to change everything. No, it's not because you're still going to be the same person. And that's what you've got to focus on changing. And you've got zero strategy to do that. No diet's out there showing you how to change your mindset. What big diet's showing you how to change your mindset? That's why you're here 10, 20, 30, 40 years later, flummoxed. I, I don't know what to do. How the fuck is that possible? Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's crazy to invest that much time, energy into something and just never mind your results wise, even intellectually, strategically, you're no further along. I'm, I'm not saying this to be rude. I'm just pointing it out that you've got to stop with the diets. Now, listen, the diets, I, I reference diets. I mean, they all got something valuable, I think, to offer. But it's up to you to take the parts that work for you, discard the rest, and realize that those are just the eating strategies. Again, the weight mastery pyramid, mindset, lifestyle, eating. The eating's the smallest little part of it. Now, listen, it's the most important part when it comes to your weight. I'll grant you that. But uh, just focusing on the eating without focusing on your lifestyle and mindset, you're going to continue to get the same results because you have, it's like building a house on quicksand. There's no foundation under your weight loss approach, right?
Now, this should be exciting for you because now it gives you something you can actually recognize you can work on. Again, go to the freaking, go to my bio, click that link and get the hypnosis session. Most importantly, watch the training I give you, the three steps to master your weight so that you have some more context for what I'm talking about here. If you're even serious about losing weight, you know, but it's like, stop trying to wing it. That's what you're doing. Let's be honest. You're just winging it. Oh, give me the new plan. Oh, I'm going to try keto again. Okay, go give it a shot. Hasn't worked 50 other times, but I don't know why you think it would work now, but go ahead, go waste some more time. Go hopefully, go lose some weight and then put it back on because you can't maintain it and see how you feel. You know, I, I mean, again, I, I'm, being, I'm not being snarky, but I'm just trying to point out something that people are like sleepwalking. <laughs> They're just sleepwalking. You're not sleepwalking. It's literally hypnosis, by the way. I don't want to get into that right now, but you're literally in a diet trance and I'm trying to snap you the fuck out of it because you don't need to be in it. You got to wake yourself up from it. There's no diet miracle, you know? All those diet miracle stories are bullshit anyways, man. It's like, I'll tell you what, I'm like, I'm inoculated against it. You know, I'm vaccinated against. When I see, I'll scroll through TikTok and see the, the, the Ozempic shit. Oh, I started here. Now I'm my weight now. Or um, whatever plan they're pushing. It's like, oh, I started with this weight. Now I'm at this weight and I lost this much weight. And it's like, people are like, oh, wow. I don't give a shit. I don't care how much weight people can lose. I want how long you kept it off for. I don't care if you lost 30 pounds in a month. I'm not impressed by that at all. I want to talk to you in three months, a year from now. Let me know how you're doing. That's what I'm interested in. That's what Program Yourself then is built around. It started off by me speaking to people that lost weight and kept it off for two years. What'd you guys do? Not just what did you do. How did you think about things? What, what changed inside of you? That's where the gold is, man. Don't you know this? <laughs> it can't just be the plan because you've got, how many plans you gone through? I mean, how many, what plan could possibly appear? Because every plan is basically just a way to structure your macronutrients in order to reduce calories, you know? So it's like, what, what possible plan is left? <laughs> the grapefruit diet, the cabbage diet, the soup diet, the water diet, the salad diet. You know what I mean? It's like the one thing diet. That's what you have to realize. It's the one thing diet and all of them are exactly the same because they're telling you what to do and they're never helping you or showing you how to get yourself to do it. And so as long as you're just told what to do, you can pretty much expect you're going to get the same results, regardless of the plan. Went off the rails on vacation, just getting back on my eating healthy journey. Great job, Becky. There's nothing wrong with getting off. Again, getting off track is so natural. I, I, you, you all are so fixated on thinking about losing weight. And I'm sitting here trying to tell you that the weight loss is just the small part, right? If everything goes according to plan, folks, how long is it going to take you to lose the weight? Right At most, it's going to take you a couple months, a couple years, at most. And then what you would like to think is that you're going to live the rest of your life at that weight. So it's like this weight loss is just a phase. It's just a little tiny blip of a phase. The real story is living the rest of your life at that weight. But all you do is think about the weight loss piece. And you just want to do it as fast as possible which causes you to do unsustainable extreme things you can't keep up. And so the real picture is, if you're a diet mindset, how do you go on vacation? Oh, I'm going to go diet on vacation, right? Because God forbid you're on a diet and you're on, then you go on vacation and then you try and get back on that diet. How's that usually work for you? You know, and that's the big difference because program yourself then, you know, what happens is people get off track, people go on vacation and then they come back and they say, I can't wait to get back on track. And then they get right back on track. That's how you know you're onto something right. You know, why is it easy for them to get back on track? Well, A, they anticipated it and they're prepared for it. B, they're getting back on track with a plan that was custom made for them. They developed it. It's their eating plan. And it's not just an eating plan. There's a lifestyle piece to it, which they really can't wait to get back to and feel. And then there's the mindset component to it. 
that can't wait to get back and listen to the hypnosis sessions. You know, you come back from vacation, you go off the rails. And now what are most people doing? You, you get off track again, whatever reason you get off track, vacation, life, bullshit, whatever. And you get off track and now you're expecting now I got to get way back onto my perfect plan. It's a huge leap. This is why you don't do it. I'm telling you the most important skill of weight mastery is the ability to get back on track quickly. And that's not an ability you have. And it's because you're dieting and the leap from how you normally, again, it's the all or nothing. And so it's like you go back to nothing and the leap back to getting all you don't want to do. It's fucking miserable. Come on, man. You got to recognize this if you have any chance of mastering this. So what's the solution? Well, the solution is to have alternatives that aren't this giant leap of eating perfect, but maybe it's like, maybe you start by, oh, this is my five-minute hypnosis session. Is that easier than not eating any carbs after vacation? Going right back into that? Of course it is. I'm going to go back. To, I'm going to start drinking my water. I'm going to take a week where I'm going to kind of re-enter. I'm going to get, get some sleep, relax, start walking again, eat you know, some healthy stuff. And then after that, then I'll, I'll work, get back on my path. My, my path. You know, and it's like no one's approaching it that way because you're all or nothing, and, and it's that mindset that, that's messing you up. But good job, Becky. Get back on on your healthy journey, right? Um, let's see, mermaid water ballerina on land. <laughs> that's awesome. I was prescribed and I denied it. I eat fruits, veggies, and soups and yogurts. Great. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Lean meat and do not shop in the middle aisles. Yeah, exactly. Perfect, right? Middle aisles are the tough spot for sure. What's up, Erica? How's it going? Happy Wednesday. I was thinking about you, Erica, so make sure you're on the call tomorrow because I got I got some things I wanted to share with you. Um, that'll be good. Um, Milo says you're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, mermaid, yeah, ride my bike and hike, right? Drink lots of water. All right, mermaid. Yeah, see, she's spitting facts here. You need to... I don't know. It's like, it's so much easier. You know, I don't want to overwhelm you by, again, when I talk about that weight mastery pyramid, there's a lot of components to it. It doesn't mean you got to take them all on at once. Again, that's that diet mindset, but you start moving into them and you, there's a lot of things you can master. And once you start getting into all these different aspects, the lifestyle habits, the eight of those, the mindset tweaking that you do, the eating strategies that you follow, um, and you build around yourself, like getting back on track is so much easier, you know, because it's not just making that leap from eating like shit to eating perfectly. There's all these middle steps you can do, you know, and that's really helpful. Um, any tips for people with PCOS that are healthy weight but want to lose five pounds to feel better? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I would do anytime someone's at a healthy weight and they want to lose some weight, it's really the same for everyone. Everyone needs to really fixate on their motivation because time spent with motivation is absolutely time well spent. You know, some of the most valuable time you can spend is really dedicating yourself to motivation. That's why I'm programming yourself. Then the very first part of the program is the motivation piece, you know, because that's the engine that drives the whole process. And the bigger the engine, the easier the process is. So um, that's what I would say with you. Five pounds to feel better. I would really dive into that feel better, right? How would you feel better? What would feel better? Because physically, there's not going to be a huge difference. It'll be almost unnoticeable. Um, so you need to really be crystal clear about why you want to do this and build that motivation up first. And then in terms of tips, um, you know, again, I'm glad you said the PCOS, you know, you can absolutely lose weight with PCOS. Um, what a lot of times it comes down to, again, is really focus on lifestyle factors, your sleeping, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude, really getting those mastered in. 
taking a look at your reading and just cleaning it up. The nice thing about five pounds is you don't need to make drastic cuts to lose five pounds quick. You can make simple cuts to the calories so that you lose five pounds slowly and easily and long-term. And so that, that's how I'd approach that. Um, life changing forever, not just until you lose goal weight, it's forever. Yeah, mermaid, water, ballerina on land is spitting facts here, folks. I, I would definitely agree with everything she's saying. Um, you really want to develop this forever mindset. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, you want to develop this forever mindset because that's one of the most transformative things you can do. Again, in the simplest way in terms of mindset is that you think like a dieter. You know, again, you think like an overweight person or a dieter and you just flip-flop between those two. And the real journey you're on is not to lose weight because that's just that dieter mindset. And what happens to a dieter when they reach their goal weight? That, that's the interesting question. You know, now, now the answer you may not even believe, but what ends up happening in my opinion is that the dieter mindset is built around the idea, I just want to lose weight. 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 And now all of a sudden you get to your goal weight and you can't keep saying that. And now a lot of your motivation, which was watching that scale go down, has vanished. And this is a big part of why I think so many people that lose weight put it back on, right? Is that they, they're, they're so, they know how to think like an overweight person. They know how to think like a dieter. They do not know how to think like a thin, healthy person, which is how you have to think once you get to that goal weight. You know, and so that's the real, that's what we're doing. We're not just losing weight because anyone can lose weight thinking like a dieter, but it's going to be temporary weight loss. The real thing you're looking for is long-term forever weight to live at your goal weight. And in order to do that, you've got to transform your mindset. You know, that, that's the key factor. And so I hope this gives you, I don't want you to feel discouraged by this. I want you to feel inspired that there's a solution that's right in front of you. And it's not rocket science. <laughs> it's really not the, it's not, I'm telling you. It's, it's obvious, simple things that you're just missing, okay? I'll give you an example in closing. I could get out of here. But um, if you close one eye and look at your nose, you see it. Close the other eye and look at your nose, you see it. Open both eyes, your nose disappears, right? Your brain deletes it. Your brain is constantly deleting things out of your awareness that it considers to not be important or doesn't believe in. And so what's happening a lot of times is simple, obvious solutions and simple, obvious challenges that you're dealing with and problems, they're right in front of you and you're not seeing them. And so again, what I try to do with these TikTok videos I make, the lives I do, and obviously my program is I seek to point out these simple, obvious things. And once you see them and recognize them, now they're in your awareness. And now you can either utilize that solution or you can fix the problem. You know, but what's happening right now, I'm telling you this now, is that there's a lot of problems and solutions that are right in front of you that you're just not seeing because you think like a dieter and the diet mindset is making you blind to them. And so you're kind of spinning your wheels. You're putting effort in, you're thinking about it, you're doing what you can, but you're not moving forward. And it's because you're not seeing the challenges and the, the solutions that are right in front of you. And once you do it, it's, it, it changes things instantly. You know, And you may have experienced a bit of that even on this live. I'm pointing out things that aren't rocket science, but you've just never thought of them that way. That's what I always hear from people. Now, again, that's because I'm not just speaking to you. I'm using conversational hypnosis. I'm really speaking to your subconscious mind. In addition to kind of giving you information and speaking to you, I'm seeking to influence your subconscious mind so that your subconscious mind takes the actions that'll get you the results you want. And the main action I want your subconscious mind to take, if you haven't done it yet, is go to my bio, click that link, and get the hypnosis session so I can speak to your subconscious mind some more and help your subconscious mind clarify and connect to the goal weight you want to live at so you can feel what true, genuine motivation feels like, you know? And then I'm hoping your subconscious mind will then go and watch the training I made for you, the three steps to master your weight. 
And then I'm hoping that your subconscious mind will open up the emails I send you every day that are encouraging and supportive and will help you reinforce this mindset. All right. So, uh, yeah. All right. I got to get out of here, everyone. But uh, again, if you haven't done that, go do that. And um, again, at the end of the day, I, I appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, commenting and for liking the, the live. And I will uh, talk to you all soon. Remember, the podcast is Program Yourself Then. You can listen on any podcast platform. Again, if you walk or do things, listen to podcasts. That's a very valuable one to listen to um, in terms of losing weight and being healthier. And uh, my YouTube channel is Jim Katsoulis. The TikTok channel, obviously, is Program Yourself Then. You can find, um, I'll always put new videos. Got a bunch of new ones coming up today. And uh, yeah, and I do lives all the time, usually uh, during the day. So I hope to see you more lives. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.